Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back, and I gotta apologize. It's been two weeks, I think. It's been two weeks, and I've been absent. And you know we're on a mission to get to seven episodes, and I spoke about it in detail in my previous my previous episode, and I said. The curse of seven. Ninety-nine percent of people don't get to seven episodes, and I fucking stopped at five. And I was so braggadocious. I was so confident in myself that I'd easily beat that. I wasn't worried about it. I was looking forward to it, and I even promised to upload two episodes in one week. I was a bit too excited. My bad. You know, I'm a man of my word. So when I break that word, I feel ashamed. So, my bad, people. Anyways, I'm back though. And, you know, every episode, I think, you know, I broke the the routine. I always make the episodes early in the morning. But today I'm making it at 3 o'clock, 3.09 in the afternoon on the 9th of December 2020, to be exact. I'm not proud of it, I'm not happy, but I think there's also a positive to it, you know. Tradition and, you know, routines could be chains that hold us down sometimes, so it's good to be, you know, it's good that I make it a habit. Because I might use that as an excuse in the future if I miss a day or I miss the time that I usually record or I'm going to wait till the next day, blah, blah, blah. You know, like this, this, this is something that I do because I want to do it because I like it. You know, I, I, it didn't start out as something that I, I want to do to gain any money from. I mean, it's always a positive to gain money. It's always positive to get some money, you know what I'm saying? Always. But, even if I wanted to, I could not do that because the, the damn fucking um, podcast uh, fucking distributors, host sites, they're all US-based. I'm not US-based, surprise. Although a lot, of, a lot of people watch me from the US, so shout out to you people. But, um, yeah, so I can't make money because I'm not US based and they're using uh, Stripe, I think so, which only deals with US banks within the US. So I'm lucky, but it is what it is. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, I like doing this because it's a self therapeutic, you know, it's just like you. It's like you talking to yourself and understanding yourself. And it's not good to only talk to yourself in your head because you, you feel kind of crazy after that. And I'm talking from experience, you know. So I like this. I like this routine much more. Um, and I owe you an explanation as to why I have been gone for the past two weeks. Of course, as you know, I'm a 20-year-old guy. 
usually 20 year old people are still in university so I was doing my finals and you know I hope you people wished me well uh, you're doing it now okay yo thank you for the well wishes I appreciate you anyways um, yeah so I have been busy doing that and now it's been a week since the finals have been finalized pun intended and I'm here I, I've been trying to get myself to do the podcast every other day I'm like I'm gonna do it today I'm gonna do it today and also to add to what I was saying earlier I always wanted to do it on a Saturday and I'm glad that I also stopped doing that because why am I limiting myself to one day of the week when there's seven you know so and why am I limiting myself to one podcast a week why not two why not three you know it, it should be based on what when I want to talk because I'll be honest it's been it's been tough for me to come up with things to talk about I mean not really but it's because I can talk about anything for hours but it's been just tough to sit down and talk so so yeah uh, it, it should come within you know I don't like forcing things I should learn to force something some things need to be forced uh, like cleaning this goddamn house which I'll do today don't worry about it but you know some things should be should come from within you because you want to do it and some things you have to do it whether you like it or not it's just finding that balance but I really like doing things uh, doing the spot but it's just that I didn't get to it the past few weeks but anyways that's that's enough on that topic I'm back and I'm happy I think I did well in my finals and I fucking hate school honestly like I like teachers I like the whole thing where you know cuz you don't think about it but you're gone 8 hours a day for 5 days a week uh, it's kind of crazy because you meet your teachers sometimes you sit with your teachers and classmates more than you do with your parents and siblings it's crazy so so uh, and you know it's uh, for a lot of people that might not go outside on the weekends that might not have friends on the weekend uh, on the weekend to hang out with because you know we all have school friends and we have outside friends of course your outside friends can be your school friends and vice versa and well, you know it, it could go both ways either ways if you know what i mean but uh yeah so you meet new people you make friends you make memories i love school honestly it's just that sometimes and i've been to four schools wait let me think about that again one three yeah three not four actually four yes 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 four i've been to four schools and uh, three out of the four were garbage and that's a bad ratio you know that's a bad percentage it, it should be the opposite way but the penultimate one 
was the best one. And, you know, I'll never forget how good the teachers were there. You know, I was still a piece of shit. It's not like people need to realize it's not it's not always one sided. But in one of them fucking schools, it was really one fucking sided. Like uh, it was. I'll talk about it one day when I feel like it. I will. But yeah, they weren't good people. You know, you should as as a 30 year old, 40 year old person, you should know when you're dealing with a 10 year old that you take the high ground. You don't stoop to a 10 year old's level. That's beneath you. But I think a lot of those quote unquote adults missed the memo. And, you know, they're vindictive pieces of shit. I'm not saying I was the best student. But in, in hindsight, you know, like I, like I said, I've been to a few schools, so I know when I was wrong and when I wasn't. And I like to pride myself on not being biased towards myself at least. I can acknowledge when I've made a mistake and I can learn from it. But the more I reminisce, the more I reminisce and think about that school, and the way the majority of the teachers there, majority of the adults treated their students, and the stories I've heard after I left, involuntarily might I add, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't like any of those people. And you know, I'm not a... I'm not one to hold grudges. I think it's too much energy. First of all, it's too much. And honestly, I don't believe anybody that could hold a grudge for more than a day. Because it's so hard to remain angry. You know, of course, it depends on what the person has done to you. But what I hold against those people is not a grudge. It's just contempt. I don't like them. If I, You know, if I see them today... I might look at them, but I won't smile at them. I might shake their hands, but I won't mean it. Because there there should always be a level of respect, you know. If they extend their hands, of course I'm going to shake it, but there won't be anything behind that, you know. But the, but the one I like the most, you know, those teachers gave a fuck. You know, I'd always, I always thought to myself, why do teachers become teachers? Why, what, what will make someone deal with stinky, fucking crazy, horny ass, stupid children that are just full of testosterone that can't handle themselves and don't know anything about basic hygiene? What, what what would make an adult deal with that for 8 hours a day, for 5 days a week, for 8 months of the year, 9 months of the year? And I, you know, and I always used to think to myself, ah, they, they must be getting paid a lot. They must be fucking rich, rich. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they got money. But then I, you know, I asked around, I had some friends that had parents with teachers they don't they don't get paid shit 
they don't get paid shit. So, you know, I was taken back. I was like, why, why, why do they do this? And then I thought to myself, you know, uh, and you know, as the and as the years went on, teaching is a job that you fall into most of the time. You don't pick, but when you fall into it, you fall into it with grace. And a lot of the people that fall into it really take it on themselves to try to educate these children because and I think it's lost on a lot of teachers today especially in that shit school I was at but teachers have a massive impact on a student's life on on, on a human being's life on a child's life you know like the good teachers I've had I'll never forget them ever ever in my life if I'm 90 if I'm 100 you know if I even get there you know I'll never forget them I won't forget the bad ones either but I won't really care to think about them if I remember them I remember them but I won't think about them but the good ones will always be in my heart will always be in my mind you know hopefully inshallah life goes on I meet a beautiful woman we marry we make some little kids you know some some nuclear bombs just like I was maybe take them to school I still remember the first day my father took me to school I remember how it looked. I remember everything about it. So, of course, you know, you won't get the chance to forget your good teachers or your school experience if you have children because you're going to be taking them through what you went through just on the other side. You're the parent now. So, yeah. Never, never forget I'll never forget my good teachers at that school they'd stay over they'd stay you know uh, the fuck is it called oh, overtime or like in their break times you know we, we always took it for granted when you know we'd see the teacher that you know during their lunch break and they're like oh come in and they're eating some fucking salad that or like some food that you could smell a kilometer away and they're just Yo, 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 come in, come in, blank. Mm, mm, and, and they put their finger over their nose <laughs> or, or their mouth. But you, 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 you get the image I'm, I'm trying to paint right now, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you try this? Mm, mm. Oh, okay, do this. Oh, okay, okay, now go on. You know, let me finish my food. I only got five minutes, you know. And, you know, you, you took it for granted. Or at least I did. I don't know about you people, but I took it for granted. I was like, you know, this is standard procedure. They all they all do this. They have to. But as I went to my last school, my goodness, was it day and night. It was the biggest difference. <sighs> like, it was unbelievable. And every couple of months, I got to go back to my old school. And it really, you know, 
know, I, I'm a sensitive guy. I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't, the whole thing of, I don't know what you people call it, but like, you know, men don't cry or, uh, like, I don't know, like, you guys got, got your old things going on, but me, listen, laughter is good for the heart, crying is good for the heart too, trust me, it is the biggest, you know, thing you can do to decompress, alleviate some stress, it's good for the soul, I should say actually, it's good for the soul, laughter is good for the heart, crying is good for the soul it's good it's a good thing to do so you know i don't the whole thing of a man should be this a man should be that 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 ain't my thing a man should be me i'm a man a man should be any other man that's listening to this you're a man there's there shouldn't be no just a definition of a man because anybody born with a fucking dick could say he's a man. I mean, technically, okay, you're a man. You got the package. Okay, cool. But everything else that comes with it, that that's what takes you to the next level. So, yeah. I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget. The, the good teachers I had and I, and I made sure to appreciate them every time I came back you know I made sure to appreciate them I made, I made sure to acknowledge their work you know because honestly they're, it's, a, it's a fabulous job and you know for them to honestly and it's not only that they take their break times to help you sometimes they stay after school that's the word I was looking for. After school, they stay after school just for you, just to help you out. Honestly, it's amazing. And I don't want to get emotional on the mic. That ain't you know. That ain't me right now. Uh, if you call me at eight in the morning, I might have got emotional, but it's it's three thirty. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late to get emotional. It's the afternoon. Gotta wait till the morning. So, yeah. I I actually received an email from one of my teachers. You know, at the school that I really like. Because, you know, the adults, they were good people. And he helped me a lot to find a university. Because it was a struggle. It was a struggle to find a university. Me, my brother, my father, we tried so hard. We tried so fucking hard to get to a certain country. We got accepted, you know, on the university level. We got our acceptance letter. We had all the... I think we even paid. Yeah, I think, yeah, we paid. Everything was done. But we were denied a visa. And, you know, that was a heartbreak moment, but... In hindsight, and of course, I'm, I'm only human, so at the moment it seemed really bad, but but God knows what God's doing, so you just have to have a little faith. That's what my father told me. Have a little faith. Don't worry about, oh, you got it or not. You know, fuck them. 
Who gives a shit? They're not the only option in the world. And you know what? That's goddamn right. <laughs> they weren't. And to get back to the point, the teacher that hit me up a few days ago, he he tried helping me a lot. And he actually, you know, like I asked him, yo, sir, can you, you know, can you give me a recommendation letter? He wrote the recommendation letter for me. He, and he even went above and beyond and wrote me a big ass list of universities and their you know benefits their positives the negatives you know and when i received that email you know i, I damn near cried and you know i i usually cry not because you know, some people cry because of the happy stuff some people cry because of the sad stuff I usually cry because of the sad stuff, right? But this was, you know, damn near the first time I ever cried because of gratitude and gratefulness that I had people like him to teach me. And, you know, I was taken back because it's been a year since I joined university. That's a year he could have forgotten. And had all the rights to, you know, forget and move on. He did his duty. He tried helping me. He did all he could have done. I got into a university eventually. And that's that. But he reached out just to catch up. He gave me amazing news that he was expecting twins. Which, funny enough, I actually have a twin. So... Uh, another nugget about my life or maybe this is the first nugget about my life that you didn't know so there you go to anybody who's listening i am one of the pair but yeah like he, he, you know he, like he was sharing these moments with me of how happy he was and you know just him asking yo did you make it because you know i i i did a bad job of keeping him updated which I should have, you know, he was, he just wanted to make sure I was okay, so, and no one ever, you know, no one outside of my family ever did that for me, and that touched my heart, and I made sure in my reply to, you know, let him know how appreciative I was, you know, (laughs) yeah, so, I'm not usually lost for words. Clearly, I have a fucking podcast where I just keep talking on and on and on. But which surprisingly, because, you know, Mr. Narcissist over here, apparently, I didn't even know I was. I thought I was the only person who, who could do this in the whole world. Nobody can fucking chat shit for 30, 40 minutes. But then I, I went on Spotify. I went on all these fucking podcast shits. And... A lot of people do what I'm doing right now. Of course, theirs is pre-planned, pre-scripted. But Bill Burr, Bill Burr, the comedian, very fucking funny comedian. I I I don't usually like stand-up comedians because I don't find them funny. Uh, not 
what I meant is I don't like stand-up comedy, not that I don't like stand-up comedians. You know, they're cool. And they're trying to make you laugh. It's just that stand-up comedy has never been my thing because it's never funny, to be honest. But that's neither here or there. Bilber, he's actually funny. I like him. I think it's just him and Dave. No one else. And I was and I was shaky on Dave, to be honest. I was shaky on, on Dave Chappelle. I was like, you know, I watched a few, because, you know, people were telling me, he, he's the fucking Michael Jordan of comedy. I mean, maybe people would say Richard Pryor, but... Okay, the LeBron of comedy. One or two, he's up there. He's one of the goats, basically. And, you know, I, I, I watched some of his sets, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. Honestly, I'm not feeling this. And, you know, people in in my daily life, my friends and all that, you know, I'm I'm what they call or used to call because uh, no classes anymore. And it's been a while since I've been in school. The class clown, you know, I used to make people laugh. And it's usually the people that make people laugh that don't laugh the easiest, at least from what I've seen. And to personalize me. And that's just how I am. It's not being a hard ass. It's just, just people don't make me laugh. I mean, it's only my father. My father was the first person to have ever cracked me the fuck up. Like, I couldn't stop laughing. My chest hurt. And that's been at least, I think, 10 years ago. At least. And I didn't laugh that hard since. Which is a good memory to have. But yeah, it's Dave and Bill Bear. Now, Bill, he actually has a podcast where he just fucking rants and goes on and on. Now, I've never listened to it, but I've heard it's fucking fabulous. And knowing the man he is, of course, as much as I could know of him as a celebrity, as a person I see on my fucking screen. Of course, I've never met the man. But from what I've seen from him online, I bet it's a fucking good podcast. The guy, the guy... He knows how to fucking rant. Let me just say that. He knows how to go on and on and on for hours. And of course do it with more pizzazz. You know, do it with his chest. I'm still I'm still building my way up here. I'm still talking with this funny accent that I kept bitching about last episode. And you know, we're working on it. I'm a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. Of course... The thing I don't like about the exit is because some words come out weird. Some words come out forced. I don't know how to control it. You know, honestly, I like this. I like this podcast. I like, I like, I like everything about it. It's just that when me and my brother just go back and forth. About, you know, things that are non-family related, not school related. Something that's outside both of us. I fucking love the conversation. The back and forth. The, the you know, we, everywhere he stepped, I stepped. Our lives have been fucking similar as fuck. By the way, we're not the identical twins. We look hella different. Hella different. But he's still my twin. And 
I've known him the longest in my whole life. We've been in the womb together, created together. We both want our, we want our race at the same time, basically, you know. So, he's the competition. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, even though our lives are so damn similar. We we had a lot of differing opinions, and it's fun. It's fun when we're just talking and we're just shit talking each other and cursing each other out. But it's a nice conversation, and I talk better with him. I've always been a counter puncher. I I I don't throw the first blow, but I really respond fucking well when someone does, and that's how I've been all my life. That's what I've been known for at school. You know, all my teachers, they always were like, this fucking kid, at like 10 years old, they always used to be like, yeah, this this fucking kid can talk. I don't know if he can pass no fucking test, but this kid can talk. And it's backhanded compliment, but, you know, it's compliment still. But yeah, like, honestly, so, this isn't my final form yet. <laughs> Shout out Dragon Ball Z. But, you know, this, I could do better. I could do better, I could be better, but it's just that, you know, he gets, uh, he gets mic shy, camera shy, he's very censored, you know, he's like, I don't say the wrong thing, you would not want to get in trouble, I'm like, fuck it, who gives a fuck, you know, uh, honestly, hopefully, in the next four or five years, we grow up a little bit, then he grows some fucking balls and does this with me. And, you know, of course, in the beginning, it's going to be weird. Even on my end as well. It's going to be weird. Um, it, it, it won't be as smooth as I expect it to be. But, you know, practice makes perfect. You keep going at this, you're going to get better. I just hope we start one day. Maybe I'll have him on as a guest if this shit gets popping. But, yeah. I, you know, I got a lot of things to talk about, and, you know, you know, a lot of, a lot of things I talk about are the things that get on my nerves, you know, it's the, you know, I actually really want to fucking fart right now, but I'm holding it in for the culture, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to, I don't know if y'all heard that, but my stomach, like, I could pause this and fart and then resume it, but I don't know. I like the one take thing. Anyways, um, so as I was saying, a lot of the things that I talk about sometimes on the podcast is the things that get on my nerves. That's why I use this as uh, my decompressing activity. Oof. It's coming out the other end now. Shit. Anyways, this is something that's been on my mind a lot. You know, I wouldn't consider myself an, an SJW or righty, lefty, uppity, down. You know, I don't give a shit about all those things, but I don't know what's up with people calling uh, Michelle Obama a man. 
and it really gets on my fucking nerves like more than it should i mean it should get on my nerves a lot but it it gets on my nerve a lot lot like really a lot and i'm like like <laughs> what makes people think she's a man is it her looks the, the way she's built because I've seen a lot of women in the UFC that are built tough. Let's just say that. They're built tough. They, no one calls them a man. In fact, people sing to them. They love them. And, you know, listen. I don't want to make this a whole black and white thing. But the, the UFC women are white. Michelle is obviously black so like it, it gets on my nerve to say the least it gets on my nerve like you look at two people that look fairly similar but, but one of them has love songs written for her and the other one is called the man and it's constant it is constant anytime you see a picture of Michelle Obama anytime how Ooh, that's a man Mike blah 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 I'm like suck a fucking dick you bitch it's, it gets so fucking irritating like and the one that pisses me off the most Meg the Stallion they call her a man like listen I know she's like 6 foot 2 and she could be in the fucking NBA scoring on Russell Westbrook I get it <laughs> like I, I get it she's, she's big but goddamn, she's beautiful you know what I'm saying? Like, like, these guys must not got the package, if I'm being honest. The ones that call out, make the stallion, call her a man, must have not seen a real woman. You know, I don't know what they expect a woman to be like. Four foot, five, like fucking big tits, big ass, like like what the fuck do they expect like I don't know honestly but like Meg the Stallion I, I keep looking at Meg the Stallion I'm like god damn she's so fine like okay she might be an inch taller than me but who gives a fuck who cares who cares like it is such a fucking you know it's not you know people might say toxic masculinity oh, you could you could call that if you want to, honestly, you could call you could call it that if you want to, but it's just it's it's the la lack of masculinity. To be honest, it's not toxic masculinity. Is these these men see them these quote unquote men don't see themselves manly enough to be with a woman like that, and it's it's, it's like small dick energy. It's, it's straight up, it's just small dick energy. And I'm like God. I, I look at men. I'm, uh, I look at men like that and I'm like this is this is a fucking shame honestly this is a fucking shame it, like and it's constant I'm like y you need to get your eyes checked if you think she's not beautiful and you're calling her a man like fucking like Meg the Stallion if you ever hear this you know, hit me up. 
you know, I'm halal, you know, I don't do all that stuff, but we can, we can go out on a date, take you to halal, guys, or you can take me to halal, guys, you got the bread in this situation, you know, we can just talk, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, the men that chat shit to her are like fucking, they're, they're Tory lanes, that's what they are, fucking midgets that have small man syndrome that just can't handle it's 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 being it just eats them away that the lack of masculinity they feel and that's why they take it out on women like meg and michelle obama but yeah i hope i see those comments stop they get to me too much honestly i don't know why a lot of fucked up things happen that don't get to me but this one really gets to me I don't know, maybe it's because of how much it specifically targets black women. You know, taking away their femininity. But, on the other hand, Kayla Harrison, uh, a PFL champion, a lot of people have been giving her the same shit recently. And that's a fucking shame, honestly. People just need to stop this fucking stupid shit. And it's always fucking... I bet it's little dick, man. I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck them. But yeah. Honestly, I keep... I keep I, I, do, you know, do yourself a favor. Next time you fucking see that shit, click on the profile of the person that's commenting that. It's always some fucking white boy with smooth ass hair. Fucking blonde boy. Five foot five. And has a fucking US flag in his profile. Most of the time. And I'm honestly. If you're gonna. Don't take this the wrong way. But that's what it is most of the time. Of course there are some fucking bitch ass black guys. And that do the same thing. And Asians and whatnot. Honestly Asians I don't see them that much. You know, they vibing. But yeah I gotta stop that bullshit. Anyways. Moving on. I don't wanna I don't wanna get stuck on this point too much. I'm just gonna get angrier and angrier and angrier and fucking blow up. You know, I wish I had a co-host. Of course, I shot myself in the foot when I called this the solo podcast. But there are a lot of people that have a specific name but don't really do the specific thing. It's like yeah, you know, I, I got a few in my head, but I don't want to uh, I don't want to say it out loud. You know, don't want to ruin my prospects before they even prosper. Give me some time. You know, when I have some, when I, when I'm when I'm on solid ground, the, the shit talking gonna start then. But for now, I gotta call you guys out. I know I got, I know I got, I got a few of you, and I'm happy to hear that, and I'm happy to see that. That I have a few of you that actually listen. That tune in. That show some love. I love you. I appreciate you. Another one. I'm going to need another one. Another one. I'm going to need more people. Let's build a fucking army here. You know what I'm saying? But. We got to be united. I got to hear from you. Just like you're hearing from me. So why ain't y'all following me on my goddamn Twitter? Of course, I don't really ever check the Twitter. 
and I, but I checked it yesterday and I was like, oh fuck, I still got zero followers. At podcast underscore solo. Follow me there, people. I honestly want to hear from you. I don't care if you're Japanese. I don't care if you're American. I don't care if you're Congolese. I don't care if you're German. Hit me up. Google Translate that. And I'll do the same on my end. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Different perspectives. Different life views. So we understand each other better. And that's what I did this. So I get some shit off my chest. And hopefully you do too. But I love to hear from you. Anyways. I don't know. I, you know, like today I'd say I did I 40 minutes. It's solid. It's not bad. But I have a lot more to talk about. And I pride myself off of just basically waking up, sitting down. Hit the record button and just fly. Just fly with it. Go with the flow. But if I write down five things to talk about, I bet you this pod could get a lot better. But I feel like that's betraying myself. Now, of course, I'm going to sound hypocritical because I said earlier in this episode, don't create a tradition, a routine that might hinder you in the future. But this is the selling point, at least to my, to me, to myself. This is the selling point of the podcast. A lot of people have solo podcasts. A lot of people just sit down in front of their $500 microphone in their studio and just go off, off of scripts they wrote. It's still solo. You know, still them sitting down at the chair and just talking to you. But I don't... You know, it it just seems, it doesn't sit right with me because it feels at the end of the day that you just it's like solo but not really solo. It's like you and your co-host is you from the past because of the script you wrote. So I'm gonna keep this the same, and you know I'll get better. I'll get better. I'll get better. I promise you. And I should. You know, a lot of times I'm scrolling Twitter, Instagram, and then I see something and I'm like, ooh, I could pop off. I could talk about this for days. But then I'm like, okay, whoa. Calm down. It's 11 p.m. Go to sleep, dummy. And I just go to sleep. But I might start recording some of those. Because I still talk to myself. I, You know, I... The main reason I started this podcast is to stop talking to myself and to talk to you and to vocalize my thoughts. But I still find myself talking to myself because when I talk to myself, I talk better and it flows nicer. You know, I do this thing where I just make like as if I'm making a speech to like a million fucking warriors and we're going to war and we're all gonna fucking die. I just make the greatest speech of all time at least that's how it sounds to me of course you can use the excuse or you know when someone's in the shower they think they're beyonce but the moment they step out (laughs) they're a little pump (laughs) you know what i'm saying and that's valid but that's vocals 
talking about my mind. I'm talking about the way I think I talk to myself. And, you know, I, I, not to fucking beat myself off, but it's dope. You know, I wish I could. And the more I work at this, the more I get my own voice, you know, start using my actual accent, the the way I actually talk normally, which you're hearing a little bit of now. It's not fully it, but cr- close enough. But we'll get there eventually, baby steps. But yeah, like, the more I practice doing this podcast, the more I'll be able to fully translate my thoughts into words. And I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, it's been a good podcast. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Take care. Take care of your moms. Take care of your daughters, your children, your boys. Take care of your wife, your husbands. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.